weather outside is not that cold And if you take my hand, I'll walk with you to Georgia Hello everyone and welcome back to Country with Celine. I am your host, Celine Chamarki, and on today's show, we welcome the lovely Canadian country singer, Elise Saunders. Never have I ever been kissed like this, the way it make us I'm doing great, Celine. Thanks so much for having me back on the show. Hello, everybody. I know. Oh, my God. The last time we chatted was. Oh, wow. You know, honestly, time flies. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it, does. It's, it feels like ages ago, actually. <laughs> it's so crazy to think that I started a country with Celine not too long ago, realistically, but it feels like it's been like years and like this is crazy time lives but last year you've been super busy I saw you were performing a lot throughout the summer um you were also at the Cayman Islands at the end of the year now that I just want to talk about how cool was that like that's so oh. imagine getting to go to like some tropical place and just playing a country music that's even like crash my crash my palaya crash my the Luke Bryan one yeah no it was incredible oh my gosh unreal it was like living in a dream being there and I didn't want to go home I felt like kind of like Kenny Chesney just you know stuck in island life forever <laughs> um so I was debating I'm like should I should I make a a change in my music and become you know female Kenny Chesney <laughs> um no it was amazing um our friends there at Cool Out had invited uh, myself and my friends Rivertown Saints and uh, we were the country acts coming to Cayman and they had this all genre festival with all types of music from around the world. So it was an honor to be there and just to meet all of the different Cayman people. There's everybody from all over. There's a lot of Canadians that live there. So I instantly felt at home from everybody and got to do some songwriting and just be inspired by the environment. And yeah, it was a dream. It's something I'll never forget. That's for sure. That's so cool. Yeah. Imagine just getting to write songs, just chilling by the ocean. Like everybody in Florida gets to do it. All the country singers that come out of Florida, that's what they do all the time. Go on the beach, play guitar and just practice like some songwriting and just bonfire campfire songs. But to be there with uh, Rivertown, that must have been a blast. They're a fun group of guys. It really was. And um, it's funny because as you say, there's people that live that lifestyle every day and they're getting to songwrite in that. But it's funny because we create some incredible music here in Canada. And I think it's because we're just stuck inside and we have no other things to do but write music. So, but it was, it was very refreshing just to get out and just have some fun together. And yeah, just, you know, the, those moments are the the reasons why you do music is just these incredible experiences and connecting with people and yeah, living the dream. <laughs> yeah, living the dream. That's what we all want. Um, before we get into this year, though, because I know you released a new song, just take it back one more time to 2023. What would you say is your top moment? Top moment of 2023 was definitely at the CMA Ontario Awards. That was a bucket list moment, milestone moment for me. Um, I've been on the other side of the stage for many years in my career, my journey, and these things never happen overnight. So um, I always looked up to the other artists that would be on those stages, accepting the awards, performing. I would imagine, what does that feel like? And to know what that actually feels like now, I'm kind of pinching myself. And it reminds me of how far I've come. And it was just an incredible moment that I went in and had no expectations. I had no idea I was going to win. 
And actually, I was behind stage just, you know, hanging out with people. And they're like, you know, Elise, you should probably get to your seat. You're one of the nominees. <laughs> and then um, when they called my name, I just, I everything just kind of went black. And I just kind of spoke from the heart. And it just, it was an incredible feeling to be supported by my peers and in the industry. You know, that's, that's something that I wanted to touch on. You won Music Video of the Year. Now, I want to know what goes into the music videos. Because I know Roadhouse Production is behind it. And shout out to them. They are unbelievably talented. Yeah, so um, my friend AJ, a part of Roadhouse Productions, he does incredible work. He's worked with so many different artists in the scene. And what I've always liked about him is just that he's so great at understanding an artist's vision and bringing it to life. And he has such a, a creative eye for that thing. Um, so when him and I sat down first with that video, I had all these ideas and and for me, because it was, the song was jeans um, based off the jeans you're given when you're just a baby and celebrating people for who they are. Um, it was important that we were capturing kind of the essence and the spirit of people from different walks of life and creating these dances. And my friend Courtney, um, who lives out West, she Zoomed me and we were talking about choreography. So it was this big elaborate project and it was funded by Factory Canada. So that was super helpful because these things can be expensive um but it's it's my younger self that always wanted to create music videos is I get to do that and they are so much fun just to have all the energy and people on set and um and AJ and I just really you know worked really well together and I think that that's what showed through in the video so they're so much fun to make oh it must be a blast to make some music videos and if you ever need an extra I'm here just... you're my girl <laughs> um, but everybody if you haven't watched the music video for jeans definitely go and do it I enjoyed it so much it was really good and like I said shout out to AJ and Roadhouse Production they got an eye and you artists really appreciate that because they want to help out as best as they can a hundred percent and now you released a new single never have I ever it is catchy okay so Missy take us through this one what inspired this one too I I love like the wordplay in it too it's really catchy thank you so much um so this one was written a couple of years ago with my very talented pal Jason Blaine and I was in Nashville and we had this uh, appointment set up to go to his family home there and it was that morning, which sometimes this happens to me is I don't even know what I'm going to write about that day. And then sometimes this spark of, I don't know, inspiration just comes through. And I'm like, I got to write this song today. So I had this melody idea and never have I ever, and just the play on words of never have I ever felt a love like this. And just, you know, playing off of that drinking game that we all grew up with and putting a spin on it. Um, and Jason loved the idea. We ran with it. And it kind of happened together really, really quickly. He created a demo that day. And I was like, this is a hit. I can already tell. So I saved it for a couple of years until it was the right moment. And Dan Swinomer killed the production as he always does. And uh, the kind of response has been getting, I've never had this kind of response in my career before. So um, it's really cool just, again, just to be part of the journey of, of where my music has been and where it's come and the evolution of Never Have I Ever being the breakout song. And, you know, you said with Jason Blaine, so you wrote this one with him. How was it working with such a, a known Canadian country singer who's been in the industry for quite a number of years? Yeah, he's such an icon and somebody I've looked up to my entire career. So 
Um, and to be friends with him and to have him take me under his wing, it means the world to me. Um, and I do believe that a big part of this next step in my career is because of him, just because of his belief in my talent and in my craft. And, um, and he's a big feature on the song as well as electric solos and Bee Gees are in there. Um, but yeah, just to have his support is so cool. He's such a down to earth person and getting to know his family and, and we've done some shows together. It's, it means a lot. Now, going off of that, since we released this single, I'm expecting more music coming from you, Elise. Is that going to happen this year? Yes, it is. We got some new music being funded by our Creative BC, uh, which you are familiar with them. You're just neighbors to them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we do have some new music in the works. Um, we have one that we're thinking about for springtime, but we have a nice EP coming out down the pipeline. Oh, okay. So now I have to ask, um, some of the songs on the EP, what are we gearing towards? Like love songs? Are we going to have some breakup party songs? Like what feel are we going for? I feel like we have something for everybody. Um, I always like to come from the angle of whatever I'm doing that I want to be able to empower people, whether it's a breakup song or a love song or um, something more intimate. So it shows a lot uh, in this um EP and as I feel like that's kind of a trend that I do with a lot of the EPs I work on is I want to show these different sides to me but there's a definitely there's a song on there that I'm excited about it shows a little edgier version of me that people haven't seen yet so that one's being saved and some co more collaborations so um it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun oh that sounds so exciting when you say edgier version two my thought just went straight to rock I don't know. I feel like you can get away with some like rock if you were to go that route. So, yes, you're on the right lines there. There's some rock influence on okay. specifically a certain song with a with a bit of a um a girl power feel to it. Woo! Okay. I'm excited for this then. Yeah. I, I just had I like I know you. I know your voice. I'm like she can definitely like she's got pipes. So she could definitely hit some like rock tunes for sure. But that's going to be super exciting to see all the new music that you have coming out this year. Um but let's just take it back a little bit more. So I know I had you on before, but for people who never watched that video, we're going to kind of just take it back a little bit. So just briefly, just tell viewers how exactly you got into music. And if there's any advice you would like to give to upcoming uh, singers, what would it be? So I'm like many singers. I've been doing this since I was just a little one. I've always loved music and everything art related, if it's writing or dancing, any form of self-expression. So I started um, writing first, I would say, before I even started to sing uh, because my mom wasn't at home singer-songwriter just did it for hobby and I just thought that was such a cool way to express yourself so I started writing kind of in the form of diary and then uh, I, I became kind of a, a shy kid I knew that I always wanted to be a performer but I was a little bit shy to make those next steps so I did singing competition scene just to get used to being in front of people on the stage and it was very scary <laughs> at the beginning but now performing is definitely one of my favorite things to do it's it's the best um and then I met my very first mentor from my hometown, which I was really fortunate to stumble on somebody like him. And he was connected to the Nashville scene and had been writing hits for some huge people that that everybody knows. And he took me under his wing and we'd spent a lot of time in his loft studio going through his demos and 
I feel like just really analyzing his lyrics is what made me become a lot more professional as a writer, just seeing how he did it. And then it was important to him that I would find my own identity and my own voice and not just be a good singer that could sing songs, but also to be able to bring a song to life and who is Elise Saunders. So um, it was really helpful for me to have that mentor early on. And then having Nashville as part of the route. So early on too, I've been going back and forth with that being part of my development. And then, um, you know, just took the time to develop who I was as a person and all these different sides to the industry is like, you know, the 10 year overnight success of hard knocks and just getting to know what the industry is all about and, and learning how to make this a business mm-hmm. uh, was a big hurdle as well. And then trying things out, seeing what people like from you and then kind of really getting into that space of, of creating music that feels right to you and feels good to the people. So it's been a journey. Um, I'm grateful for the journey and I'm excited about where things are now. Um, and it's all these different people along the way that have helped me kind of get to this place. So for anybody that's starting out, I think that it's important to surround your, yourself with people that you look up to, people that you can learn from. Um, If you want to become a better writer, write with writers that are better than you and learn from them, be open to criticism. But also, this is not an easy industry at all. It's not going to happen overnight, most likely. So believe in yourself, believe in your craft and and just enjoy the ride. And uh, don't let anybody say no to you. If you love it enough, it's going to work out. I love that. See, and you believed in yourself and now look where you are. So it just goes to show that if you can dream it, you can believe it, it'll happen. But it takes time. Everything is a process. You just got to enjoy the ride while you're on it. Oh, you really do. Because if you don't, these things can can be hard. It's not easy. Being a sensitive creator, it's, <laughs> it's not easy unless you love it. That's totally fair. Um, now, upcoming shows. So I was taking a look at your shows on your website. You're playing the Bluebird Brampton. First off, I didn't even know Brampton had a place called the Bluebird. So where is this? <laughs> yeah, so it's happening at the Rose uh, Theater there. And my friend Johnny Rivix is hosting. And he does these, I guess, once a month. They sell out pretty quick because it's a really cool experience of intimate uh, acoustic style showcases. And this one that I'm a part of is an all-female showcase, which is really cool. Um, And we're almost sold out now, which is awesome. And I have a couple of my players coming. We're going to play some new music, maybe a cover tune, or or, uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be just a fun night. But yeah, this is becoming the Bluebird, I think, of Canada. And it's, it's quickly growing, quickly growing. I love that. I mean, the Bluebird is such an iconic name. If you've been to Nashville, you just know of Nashville, you know of the Bluebird Cafe. And to have a place like this, like called, like something that they're starting called the Bluebird, um, I'm all for that. That's totally fair. And it gives um, a platform for artists to perform. Because then in, in Ontario, it's just, the country scene is massive in Ontario. It is massive all across Canada. But the con- the live music aspect of it is not like Nashville, where you can go out every single night and go to a different bar and there's like music playing here. You can go listen to somebody um, sing at this bar or go to a songwriting session. It's just not like that. So I'm enjoying seeing it grow in Ontario because the amount of talent we have there, it should be growing. Oh, 100%. We have incredible talent here in Ontario and across Canada that it's mm-hmm. we need places like this to showcase that and get people 
behind Canadian acts and, and supporting. And the only way that they're going to do that is be able to hear their music and see them in person and feel those connections. So, um, yeah, I feel like in Canada, we're definitely more of a summer territory where it's like we get a bunch of different festivals but it's nice we need that ongoing music scene yeah we need that all year round even in the winter when it's minus 40 outside we're cold as heck we want to go summer we yeah. like the warmth and enjoy people singing and not just be cooped up in our homes all bundled <laughs> not fun it's not fun uh but that's gonna be exciting to perform there anything else you have planned for this year where you're performing i am working with a booking agency this year so we do have some fun places in the works that are not announced yet um i'm so i'm really excited to announce those soon they will be up on my website um so people can tune into those but i can't announce them yet but i'm very excited some really cool festivals that's totally fair. All right. Well, we're going to be so excited to see all the places that you announce when it's time. But speaking of festivals, actually, to end this on a festival note, because uh, summer is coming soon, soon. We're in, Feb we're in January, February right now. I mean, it's coming. It's coming up. But so if you were to build your own music festival, who would the three headliners be? Oh, my goodness. That's an amazing question. Thank you. Um, I think, well, my friend Jason Blaine there would have to be on the list because he's been so supportive to me. Uh, I think it'd be awesome as well just to have, you know, more females on these stages. Um, any of the females in this scene are killing it. It's, it's hard for me to choose one. Um, my friend Kelsey Mayne, I'm playing with her soon, like at this uh, Brampton Bluebird. It'd be awesome to see her on the stage. Um, Megan Patrick, I've been a fan of for a long time and what she does um yeah any of the females they're rocking it out there i'd be like you know females submit let's get you on the stage there should be an all females like festival there that, should be pay money to go to that like every single we, we, at uh, boots and hearts i believe it was the year before last year didn't we have wasn't there three headliners i think there was yeah yes there was yep Okay, I remember that. That was, yeah, there was Robin Onolini, Shania Twain, and you had Al, um, Lindsay L. That was a good show, honestly. It, like, I mean, yeah, I would I would pay to see that again. I would add them to the festival, for sure. <laughs> but, but I love how you, instead of going like Morgan Wall and Luke Combs, like Miranda Lambert, you kept it more like local and not so like top, top, top tier. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I really love that. Just That just goes to show that you're very supportive of your friends and just good country singers that are making their name more known in the industry. Yeah, I think we I think we need more of that. I think that all of these artists that are at the top um, are incredible. And I think we all get inspired by them. But it's yeah, in Canada, we're still trying to make our mark, I feel like, and just trying to support our own. And that's why it's so important that people do come out and support these events that pop up um and i'm seeing it there there's definitely a want and a need for it especially with these shows that we're seeing with the brampton bluebird selling out all the time so um so yeah, i think we need more festivals that put a focus on that for sure i love that and i'm sure it will happen it's already starting so soon enough it's just going to be a norm uh across canada where we see performances like this and the canadian acts get the recognition they deserve because 
They're talented, very talented. Like yourself, Elise, and I really appreciate you coming on Country with Celine to kind of chat with me again, because um, it's been a, a while, and it's been long overdue since we've done this. So I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. And I love everything that you do, as you know. So it's great to chat with you again and see all the work that you're doing. You're, you're making an impact, it's awesome to see. Thanks, girl. Well, I'm sure I'll see you this summer at some festival or some concert, so. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun.